Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Welcome to Law Talk with the Flock. I'm your host, Gina Guzman, CEO and managing partner of the Guzman Law Firm, author and business leader, here to help walk you through your issues with the law, business leadership, and your business. Today with me, I have attorney Nick Montague, an estate planning attorney at Guzman Law Firm. And Nick has been one of the best estate planning attorneys I have ever seen working with clients. I am just so impressed by him and really excited today to talk with him about when do you need to start and when should you update your estate plan? Sound like something that we can cover today, Nick? I think we can handle that today for sure. I think we can too. And Nick and I are both Creighton Law grads, aren't we? Go Blue yeah, you got your blue tie on <laughs> to represent. I do. That's right. <laughs> That's great. And you're also an avid hunter, if I remember. That's right. That's right. Not an avid killer, but avid hunter. That's right. I'm out there all the time. Not always successfully, but I'm out there. So. <laughs> you like to hang out in the trees That's and in, right. the, in the prairie. And so living here in Nebraska is a good spot for you. It's a great spot. Absolutely great spot. Yep. And you also have a little one. Got a two-year-old, Mr. Colton. He runs our household. So yeah, he's a lot of fun. A lot of chasing him around, but uh, it's a lot of fun. That's great. It's a good time when they're two. Mine are now seven and eight. And so it's every phase has got new challenges. Uh huh. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Just when you figure them out, they change. (laughs) Well, we're just getting them figured out. So hopefully we can figure out for a while longer here. (laughs) Good luck with that. Let me know if you get them all figured out. (laughs) So Nick, when you're working with the family, why, what gets people started? Why start a estate plan? Yeah, that's a great question. And really you start because everyone needs one. We all need planning at different stages of our life. We don't Always need the same plan at the same time, but we always need something. You know, we talk to so many people and, and folks think about estate planning as, you know, I'm, I'm getting towards retirement or, um, you know, I'm getting older. Now it's time to think about where my stuff goes. But that's not the time to necessarily start. I mean, every stage of your life, you need something. You know, when folks are young and they're just getting out of their house and they're, maybe they're going to college now or maybe they're getting out of school and working and all of a sudden it's, it's not where my stuff go. It's who's going to make decisions for me if I can't. Right? If I'm in a car accident, if I'm incapacitated for something, something's going on, who's going to step in there and talk to doctors for us? Right? Who's going to make financial decisions? Is that the same person? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Is it parents? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Right? But at every point in life, you need something. So we start so young, it's time to really get those things in line. And then as life changes, as you grow, right? maybe now you have a career and maybe now you have little kids and name those guardians, right? Name who you really want to take care of uh, my son or whoever it happens to be. I mean, we've got planning for that specific reason. That's one of the reasons that really prompted us was, hey, you know, we've, we've got our son now. Who do we really want to uh, take care of him and instill those values and goals that we have in him um, if we were to predecease, right? And if you don't make a plan, the state has one for you. That's right. And it's not the one I want because I've looked into it. So I can tell you right now that, you know, the wishes that you have ultimately are typically not going to mirror what the state has in mind. And not only that, but you don't want uh, to put those decisions up to really whoever raises their hand, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have plenty with my wife and we both pass away. Well, guess what? It's my family and her family standing in front of the judge saying, hey, we both want him. Well, that's not a good situation for anybody. So being able to have those proactive conversations and proactively plan really help in that type of that type of situation. And we work with a, a lot of business owners too, don't we? And in that circumstance, what do you think about when they need a plan? 
Yeah, so that's the harmony piece, right? It's the, we've built this business, now how do we protect it moving forward? How do we pass it? How, how do we want to pass it? Is that the next generation? Is that the key employee? Is that we're selling to a third party? How do we want to have that done? Um, and without planning, it's not going to happen the way you want it. I mean, the same way you sat down and planned for that business as you grew it, the same thing you do with your transition planning, where you want to go and how do we get that done? Um, because ultimately, at the end of the day, if you do no planning, it's reactive planning, and that's where we don't want to be. That's the worst possible way to plan is be reactive because now you're not making your decisions anymore. Someone's making them for you. Maybe your wishes are taken care of. Maybe they aren't. But ultimately, if you sit down and have the conversation beforehand, map out what you want done, that's really going to protect the business, protect your family, protect your legacy going forward. And what about when people don't know what they want? Should they still make an appointment and come in and work with us on how to do a plan? Certainly. You know, estate planning is about a conversation first. It's about sitting down and learning your goals, learning about you, learning about family. What's really important to you at the end of the day? It's not about, you know, here's a document, sign it, this is where stuff goes. That's not what it's about. Estate planning is about relationships. Uh, business planning is about relationships. Let's really dig down deep and find out what's important to you. And then how do we want to accomplish those goals that are important to you? And let's talk through some of the pitfalls you may not have thought about, right? Let's kind of throw some of those red flags out there of things we've seen or run into in our experiences and, and what we may or may not, or what you may or may not face in the future. Let's project things out. Let's look 10 years down the road. Where are you? Where's the business? What are the goals? Have they changed? Maybe they have, maybe they haven't, but it's important to sit down and have that conversation. So even if you don't know what you want done, let's sit and talk about it. And through that conversation, you can help guide and figure out what would a plan be and what would that look like. Absolutely. It's it's really about that roadmap. Let's sit down and talk about it. Let's learn about you. Let's learn about what you want. And then we'll help guide you. Here, you know, here are a couple options based on what you're telling me, what I'm hearing from you, what you want done. These are different ways we can plan. And these are pros and cons to each. And let's sit down and talk those through. Something else I hear from people is, oh, I don't have the time. What do you think about that, Nick? Well, you might not, right? At the end of the day, you pass away, someone's going to have to make time for it. If you don't make time now, it's going to take 10 or 20 times that much time at the, the back end. And, and again, that gets back to, we want to be proactive planners. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you want to protect your legacy. You want to get stuff where you want it to go. You don't want the state stepping in. You don't want drawn, long, drawn-out court processes. And, you know, I'm an attorney, but as much as you want to avoid that as you possibly can at the point in time someone goes. But, um, you know, we don't have, we say we don't have time. We have time. And at the end of the really day, you have time. it doesn't really take that much time either, does it? No. I mean, to really get a plan done and come and meet with you at the first meeting, how long would that take? You know, typically we set aside about two hours. And again, that's the, we want to really have that deep dive with you. We really want to know what's going on. But, you know, here at Gooseman, keeping up with the speed of business is really one of our, our mantras. And so we turn around estate plans pretty quick, about 30 to 45 days from the word go. When I've sat down with a family or an individual and said, you know, we've taken that dive and looked at things and they've made decisions. As soon as they engage me, we're running. I mean, we really already get these things knocked out. We don't want to kick down the, the road six months. We've seen it happen, right? Just keep kicking the can, kick the can, kick the can. You know, we, we don't do that. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to identify some things for you and we're going we're gonna to get going on it. So how do people get started? If they're interested, they're like, okay, they hear this today and they want to get going. What do they do? What's their first step? It's a call in, right? So just give us a call. We set up a time. We put those two hours together. Um, we have initial information packets of things we can send the clients to fill out to start to have these these thoughts and start to have these conversations with whoever it is they're planning with, whether it's a spouse or whoever that may be. Um, so uh, we, we prompt them on some things. We say, here's a little homework. Bring in um, bring in names and, and addresses of folks that are important to you or folks that you want to 
Uh, be powers of attorney for those sort of things. Bring in the financials, right? Part of this is looking through all the financials. And, and really the reason behind that is estate planning is not about the documents so much as it is about ownership and beneficiary designations. Okay, you have all the, you've done a great job in the 401k. You've got the life insurance place. You have all these things, but if we don't mirror what those those plans say and our estate plan, we could have problems, right? I could have a will that says it goes to my son, but my life insurance says it goes to my brother. Well, guess what? Brother's probably going to win that one, right? So we really want to make sure we 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 dig down and look at all those different things. So it all starts with a phone call. All starts with a phone call. And then that first meeting, and then after that first meeting, you might give them a little bit of homework. Yeah, so at that point in time, there will be homework based on the planning, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, we can plan for, for folks all across the board. We plan for people just fresh out, right? Just getting to school or just starting a career, just, you know, looking at, we'll, we'll call it essential planning, right? Get powers of attorney in place, get our living will in place, get the, the will itself in place, um, and update beneficiaries and make sure they mirror what we want. But then we start to get in as you grow in your estate and as your family grows and as your goals grow, we start to look into trust planning for a multitude of reasons. And maybe it's asset protection that's important to you. Maybe it's getting away from court that's important to you. Maybe there are other things that are maybe being, maybe you're charitably inclined, right? Maybe there's some philanthropic goals you have in there. Well, let's talk about those. And and based on the way, based on the road we walk down with planning, that's ultimately going to be how much I'm working to have, right? So it depends on how in-depth we get everything at the end of the day what your homework looks like. And what are some of the different reasons people might want to update their plan? I, I can think of one off the top of my head, like somebody gets divorced. Yeah. Yeah. So really it's, it's the D's of estate planning, right? Divorce being a big one, not only among family members, but what if the guardians I listed get a divorce? Okay. Now I pass away and wife passes away. Well, where's my son going? Right? Well, if they've been divorced, I want to come back and update my plan. Um, you know, Descended. Okay, and now I've got another son. Well, let's 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 look at this again. Let's update our plan. Let's let's make those adjustments. Uh, decade. That's too long to. That's a D, right? But that's too long to look at your plan. You, you should typically look at your plan about every three to five years. Is generally why I recommend it because life changes. Mm-hmm. Powers of attorney go out of date. All those sort of things. Um, and death, right? Again, not only in the family, but maybe it's death of someone that was going to be a power of attorney. Maybe maybe mom and dad were my power of attorney, if not for my my wife, but now they've passed away. Well, guess what? We need to come back and update those things. Or, you know, maybe one of the beneficiaries we had listed passed away or whatever those things happen, right? Come back, adjust your plan, take a look at it. So really it's those, it's those D's of estate planning is what it's important to update your plan. And share with everybody too, at Guzman Law Firm or Trust Law Council, group inside of Guzman that does this sort of planning, how do we work with clients and how do we get paid? Those are good questions too. Yeah. <laughs> so we do everything flat fee in Trust Law Council. So that means we're going to sit down, look at your situation, recommend planning based on what's going on. You're going to come back and say, Nick, I like plan A and this is why. And I say, okay, we're going to go plan B, plan A and, and this is the fee. This is the cost for plan B. This is the investment to get plan A. I said plan B, right? Plan A um, set up. So um, we're going to look through the planning. We're going to show you op, op, opportunities out there for you. We're going to give you a fee based on what we're doing, how in-depth it's getting. At the end of the day, at the end of the first meeting, they'll generally know what it would cost depending on how they decide to plan. And People from there, like that, don't they? To know what it's going to cost? Yeah, it's nice to know exactly what you're gonna, you know, what's up front versus you know, you find out where the bill comes, right? So we like to be very transparent with that, and I, I think folks appreciate that at the end of the day. Um, and so then we collect half of that up front when they engage, and half of it when we're all done with the planning, and you know, we go from there, and that's kind of how the fees work. Do you also help them, and I know you do, but do you help them get their uh, assets retitled if they need to, if they form a trust? Yes, that's a big part of our uh, our focus at Trust Law Council is not only setting up 
documents, but getting things where they need to go. Right. So that's that deep dive. That's, you know, now we need to get the property in the trust. Now we need to change life insurance or whatever, whatever the asset is to make sure things are, are, are funneling into our plan or make sure things are working in conjunction with our plan, not against our plan. And so that's part of it. Um, part of our fee incorporates that updating beneficiaries or really guiding clients in the updating. Sometimes we actually have specific forms from companies to help folks update things. Sometimes we'll send letters out to different companies saying, hey, this is the change that's made. This is what we need done. A lot of times it's retitling property based on the planning to where we'll actually draft the new deed and just have the client sign it and file it for them. So um, funding is certainly a big aspect of what we do at Trust Law Council. And how about being collaborative with their other advisors? If they have an important uh, insurance partner or somebody like that or a banker or a CPA in their life and they really want them to be part of this process, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Bring them 100% of the time. I mean, I, I would tell you 95% of the meetings I do have another professional in, in the meeting. You know, we're taking care of the legal side of things, right? We're getting the technical work out of the way. But I'm not guiding on financial decisions, right? I'm not telling you what to invest in or what life insurance is or isn't appropriate where you are, right? That's your other professional's jobs. My job is to help make sure your plan's gonna execute the way you want it to. So we love the collaboration part, and I think clients appreciate that as well. I think clients really like to wrap that team around them, and so we just like to be a part of that team. And when they're all done, what do they walk away with at the end of the day? Uh, peace of mind, hopefully, but physically, you know, Trust Law Council, we've got um, specific documents and, and binders that lay everything out for you. Right? We've got table of contents in there. We've got tabs. We've got, you know, you can find these documents are so user-friendly that you know what you're looking for when you open the thing up. And not only that, but we spend time in the signing meeting, an hour to an hour and a half of going through the document, reviewing the document, make sure things are the way you want them. Make sure you know how to get to you know what you're looking for here. And if you don't, we always have our information right there on that front page. Hey, if you need something, give us a call so we can you can find it. But we, we really pride ourselves on having user-friendly documents that people can really understand at the end of the day. Well, thank you so much, Nick. I think that providing that peace of mind is so key, and I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today and helping our listeners understand what estate planning means and when they should get involved with it. So thank you for being part of it. Absolutely. Thanks, Gina. Well, everyone, thank you for listening, and go make it worth it. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at GoosemanLaw.com.